I think we should start singing. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We, we wish, wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Okay, now you know we're not singers. Oh, oh, oh. oh boy. And so the musical tour begins <laughs> next month in an area near you. Welcome to the Ransom Tart Podcast. I'm John Eldridge, and with me today is my beautiful wife, Stacy. And his able helper, Craig McConnell. <laughs> I you were going to say my, my able helper, Obin, the golden retriever. Yeah. No, no. I'm your elf. Yay. And we um, realize that it's December 21st. And the first day of winter. Happy winter, officially. Do-do-do-do. Wanted to... <laughs> <laughs> Let the icicles commence. Offer to you... We really need a tambourine or a little snare drum. We need some stuff in we here. We do. Props, toys, yeah. musical instruments. Christmas is rapidly flying at us. I know. You better get shopping, darling. <laughs> uh, the boys and I have a tradition of saving our Christmas shopping until the Sunday morning before Christmas. Now, I'm going to give you a little secret about Colorado Springs. Everybody's in church <laughs> on Sunday mornings. And so if you go shopping, the mall is empty on Sunday mornings before Christmas. It's the one open moment you can get your shopping in. I think you might go to hell for that, John. <laughs> well, I, John, I always appreciate you giving everyone a yard of beef. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are getting a ham this year. <laughs> wow, would, but it's the 21st already. That is amazing. I don't know how that happened. What would be your word or words of counsel to our friends as they jump into Christmas? Wow. Breathe right now. Just, just big, deep breaths in through the nose, out mm-hmm. through the mouth. You know, I, I don't, I, I'd be interested to know what it is like for you as, as fathers and husbands. Because for me, as the mother and the wife – Home homemaker kind of, I feel so much pressure around the holiday to make it. I want it to be wonderful and like you're living inside one of those snowball glasses where you shake it and it filters through and everything is so wonderful and magical, pretty, mm. beautiful, mm-hmm. holy. Everyone likes each other. You sing songs spontaneously around the tree. <laughs> Just, I don't know. <laughs> and it smells like gingerbread baking. So it's it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. So, okay, I'm a little older now. And I'm learning to let that go. Hmm. I like to set the stage for those things to happen yeah. that we can have connection. I mean, I love that. I, some of my, my best memories of our Christmases happen on Christmas Eve or even the day after mm-hmm. when we've just gathered in the living room and are quiet mm-hmm. and spontaneously begin talking, sharing. One, one Christmas when Luke just started pointing out, I'll get an ornament to commemorate where we've been if we've taken a trip or something that's happened in our family so it's like a memory box you know yeah. look at there's that and and that's wonderful but but I have to take the pressure off I can't make 13 different kinds of cookies I can't yeah. and sometimes there's just a lot of tension mm-hmm. and pressure mm-hmm. and it isn't this magical hallmark card mm-hmm. moment so so for me what has been wonderful and 
I'm hoping to stay in mm-hmm. is is looking to Jesus. That yeah. this is a day, yeah. and we do celebrate His coming, and He is the centerpiece of the day. And just to to let it be a day where mm-hmm. we want to show one another love, but but take it off the pressure. Yeah, it's only a day. Why? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can sure relate to that. I think for years. Um, Christmas afternoon was one of the most depressing days because there was so much expectation and hope for an intimacy and a celebration that that we may have had, but then it was over and it's just fleeting and it was like, you know, just some deep yearning for a connection, for some life, for some joy that uh, was short-lived, as intimate and as wonderful as it is. It's like... We were designed for more than just, you know, those few moments. Of course, the McConnell tradition is to stretch the gift opening up for a full five hours. But but it was just always a depressing time. That's no longer the case. But How? Because it does deepen the No, no, no. I mean, people are right there with you. How How did you get past the depression? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I I mean, I was every – I mean, read – 25 years of my journals and you see me struggling with why am I so depressed? Longings would surface. Mm -hmm. And then I begin to ask myself where those longings met in some some form and fashion, some of them through my family and through holidays and special times and those wonderful moments. But by and large, just taking – the weight of so many yearnings, the yearning for heaven, for God, to Christmas morning and uh, realizing it, it can't deliver. It just simply can't. Turning, turning my heart, my mind, um, and head more towards God. I mean, that's my counsel is whether you're single or whether you have a family, um, whether this is a hard financial Christmas or whatever the circumstances is. Take the time to pause and go to God. I mean, in the hustle of of the holiday, we just miss him. And just go to him with what you wish and hoped and wish it were like and what you're missing, the the hurt, the ache, what you're going without or what you don't have and and finding him. Mm. Mm. I'm remembering one of my favorite letters from George MacDonald. Uh, in which he is writing to his wife. And he says, the day is coming, my dear. The day is coming when all that we long for in the commonness of daily love and in the wonder and magic of Christmas time will all be rolled up into one and we will walk about as if in a dream, yet more awake and alive than we are ever on this earth. He's referring to the coming of oh, the I like that. kingdom, right? And for me, Christmas time, birthdays, family vacations, certain moments, mm. raise all of these longings. Deep longings. Hopes, desires, and frankly, fear, pressure, resignation. All of it goes together. It's all mm-hmm. muddled up there. Learning to recognize the longings are good. Mm-hmm. Yes. The desires are good. Honey, I love your desire to make our home pretty for Christmas. Hang lights and, mm-hmm. you know, um, those are good desires. They are kind of met mm-hmm. in this world yes. 
and they are fully met in the world to come. Mm-hmm. And therefore, to take the pressure off, and I mean, even Christian families, everybody recognizes it's too commercial, it's too fast-paced, and so we actually take all the pressure and we turn it on. We're going to make it all about Jesus. And then it's like it's got to be a special church moment, and it's got to be a, a magic midnight service. Or, and then we just take it and we turn all the pressure and expectation onto, you know, now it's going to be that unforgettable time together because it was about God. But friends, pressure kills. Yes. Pressure kills everything it touches. And if you insist on making it a magical time, even by trying to make it magical with Jesus, you can pretty much guarantee it won't be. Pressure off, inviting God to fill it. Yes. And, and the beautiful thing is, beautiful things do happen mm-hmm. when we get the pressure off. I don't have to make 16 different kinds of cookies. Mm-hmm. I don't have to get a gift for everyone on my list. I don't. I don't have to have an amazing church service, mm. but mm. Jesus, come and fill, mm-hmm. fill this week, fill my life, mm-hmm. fill Christmas Eve, fill Christmas Day. Jesus, come and fill the day after yeah. Christmas. Come and carry me through this time. Oh, that's good. As you're talking about pressure kills and everything, I know that's true, but there's this little part in my heart that's so sad because I want it. Uh-huh. I want to have those moments. And, uh-huh. and there, there is the desire to give uh-huh. the, the present that conveys it all. And I found it on sale and it's so pretty. And uh-huh. So it's just, it's kind of, it's mixed because it's both. We want Jesus in. Uh-huh. And and it's like a tightrope, really. It feels like it. And trusting our hearts to God, that we are his, the 24th, 25th, 26th, mm-hmm. in March, in September, and in December, and inviting him in to fill our homes this Christmas, fill our time, yeah. be the centerpiece, convey love. And where you're feeling the pressure, do your best to let it go. Yeah. And invite Christ into that also. Yeah. We just want to wish you the most merry of Christmases. This is Stacy Eldridge. And for John and Craig and all of us at Ransom Heart, Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. 